This is the Scoop for Monday. Good morning. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. Last week, the Tampa Bay Rays announced plans to build a new $1.3 billion stadium in St. Petersburg if the team could convince the St. Petersburg City Council and the Pinellas County Commission to pay for about half of it. But on WMNF's The Skinny, St. Pete City Council member Richie Floyd said the cost to taxpayers will be even more than the $600 million that has been announced. There was a press conference Tuesday you mentioned, uh, and I did not attend because uh, I have some serious concerns about it. Uh, I know everyone's celebratory that the Rays want to stay, and it's great that they want to stay, um, and I, I look forward to them staying. Um, but I think right now what's most important is that the public knows what the actual cost of the uh, of them staying is and the cost of this redevelopment is. You mentioned some of the details uh, before, $130 million for infrastructure, uh, $300 million, and I'm just talking about from the city, yeah. um, in city funds, uh, and you know, what some of the, what some of this money really could go to. And, and that's not the end of it. I mean, we're selling uh, publicly owned land for much under its appraised value. Uh, the total subsidy just between the land, the public dollars for the stadium and the public dollars for infrastructure gets into the $800 million point. Uh, it's a significant amount of money. And I think the public really needs to be aware of it uh, before we can go on and have this conversation. And so that's why I am hesitant to uh, jump right on board. And that's just the cost of the cash. I mean, if you count in the debt service, we're looking at well over a billion dollars worth of money uh, to go to something that is nice. And yes, it's great for us all to have, uh, but is it really the most effective thing for us to do with our city money right now uh, when child poverty in the city is growing, when income inequality in the city is growing, when we have issues with homelessness and food access, uh, I question some of the wisdom. And so that's why I've uh, avoided the situation or I didn't go to the press conference right. the other day. That's St. Petersburg City Council member Richie Floyd speaking with Mitch Perry on WMNS The Skinny about the cost to taxpayers of a raised stadium. You can hear this full interview on our website, WMNF.org. On Thursday, Governor Ron DeSantis appointed four new members to the Florida Election Commission. WMNF's Chris Young reports that the newly appointed chair, Chad Mazzell, has ties to former President Donald Trump. Chad Mazzell served in numerous federal roles under former President Trump. Florida Politics reports he currently works at an investment firm founded by Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner. During Trump's presidency, Mazzell was the acting chief of staff and general counsel of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, associate counsel to the president, and counsel to the deputy attorney general. Trump was indicted on felony charges in August for working to overturn the results of the 2020 election. He's repeatedly denied the results of that election. Nikki Freed, chair of the Florida Democratic Party, says the appointment of Mazzell to the election commission is a cause for concern. Ron DeSantis' ability to appoint obvious partisan hacks to these very important commissions, whether it is the Ethics Commission or the Elections Commission, uh, it is very important to make sure that there's balance and that people trust uh, that they're going to have a fair shake and that their elections are going to continue to be fair, open, and transparent. All appointments are subject to Senate approval. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. Central Florida United Auto Workers have joined the nationwide strike against Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. WMFE's Danielle Pryor reports. 
UAW President Sean Fain called on workers at 38 GM and Stellantis Parts Distribution Centers in 20 states to join the nationwide strike against the companies. Dozens of Stellantis workers walked out of the factory near Orlando's Executive Airport on Friday to join the strike. Local 1649 President Bernard Stewart is originally from Detroit. He says it feels good to be in solidarity with workers in the Motor City and across the country who are all asking for the same basic things. Fair wages, that's number one. Better health care, better retirements. You know, we want pensions for the ones that don't have pensions. I mean, there's, there's like a number of things, and the company basically doesn't want to give on anything so far. General Motors has called the strike unnecessary, while Stellantis says union leaders are, quote, more concerned about pursuing their own political agendas than negotiating in the best interests of employees. In Orlando, I'm Danielle Pryor. Florida now leads the country in banning books. That's according to a new report released last Thursday by the free expression advocacy group Penn America. The organization found more than 1,400 cases of books being challenged or pulled off the shelves in Florida last year. That's more than twice as many in Texas. This isn't normal and this shouldn't be just be accepted. Iris Mogul is a junior at the Academy for Advanced Academics in Miami and recently founded a club for reading banned books. She says too many kids her age don't read and the challenges will make it worse. That's going to discourage kids even more than they already are from just picking up a book and trying it out. According to PEN America, about 50% of the band's target books that deal with physical or sexual violence, 30% feature characters of color, and another 30% represent LGBTQ people. Governor Ron DeSantis' office issued a press release on Friday announcing the suspension of school choice vouchers for four schools they say have direct ties to the Chinese Communist Party. The Florida Department of Education claims that lower and upper Sagemont Preparatory Schools in Weston, Park House Academy in Winter Park, and Park Maitland School in Winter Park have direct ties to the CCP and, quote, their connections constitute an imminent threat to the health, safety, and welfare of these school students and the public, unquote. DeSantis signed SB 846 to prohibit any school affiliated with what he has designated a foreign country of concern from participating in Florida's school choice scholarship programs. For the weather, it's mild and clear in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today in the upper 80s, overnight lows in the mid-70s. Mostly cloudy today with possible storms later this afternoon. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.